Guys, what we're going to do is I've done a little bit of a shift because we've been looking at books so far, and, but, but what we're going to start doing for just for a little while, I, and I really don't know how long it's going to last because really I wait on the Lord. Lord, how do I bring this next subject up? How do I do this? And really God helps me because he wants to speak to you. God wants to speak to you. And he's using, I get to be a mouthpiece for what God wants to say at the moment. Okay? And so instead of looking at, or continue looking at Samuel or 2 Samuel, we're going to look at what's called a character study. Now that's just a technical term. Don't worry about that part. So we're going to look for just a little bit at King David. King David himself. Because if you remember, see Saul was the first king of Israel, and then you have uh, King David. Now King David has an extra special place, not only in God's heart, but in the plan of God, both back then, even for now. There are things that God spoke to King David and promised that we're still waiting to see come to pass. Now, you may not understand all that, but we'll, we'll touch on it as we go. But I just want to talk a little bit about David, because one of the most important things about David was his... was his heart. Not the thump, 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 thump heart, but the inner core of his being. The Bible says that he, he honored God, he loved God. In fact, he was a man after God's heart. And boys and girls, listen, it's not the outward appearance, it's your heart. It's not the outside that counts the most, it's what's going on where? Inside. Because God just doesn't look at the outside, does he? He can see everything. So he looks inside to see what's going on inside you, and that's where he wants, in fact, that's where he says he's going to help you, and he'll work in you, and he'll actually, he can give you a new heart and put his spirit within you. He can write his laws on that new heart so he can help you to be obedient. How many of you guys ever find it hard sometimes to do what you're supposed to? Oh, come on now. We've all done it. If I went, if I asked the adults and they didn't raise their hand, they'd be telling a lie. Because the Bible tells us that naturally we do what we want to do. And God has to give us that heart after him. And David, he had a heart after God. And that's one of the most important things is everything flows out of that space. That's why the Bible tells us guard your heart from out of it flows the issues of life. Because if you get hurt here, how do you feel? It's sad, upset. I want to go lay down on my pillow and I, I just want to sleep. I don't want to get up. And we can feel sad. We can cry. But when you're glad here, what happens? You're excited. You're happy. 
I mean, who was it? Delorum came yesterday to help drop off the stuff her dad collects is for the weekend of all the donuts and stuff. And she's like bouncing around. Boom, 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 boom. What's with you? Well, we didn't get to play. She's just in an excellent mood. She's bouncing around. But when, it's, when your heart's in a good space, well, the rest of it kind of flows out of it. When you're sad there, also the rest of it flows out. So your heart is extremely important before God. And David, he had one of those hearts. He said he's after God. He's after God's heart. He wants what's in God to be in his heart. But David was also one of these. See if you can figure this word out. What's that word? Who can say it? Psalmist. Can you say psalmist? psalmist? Anyone have an idea what that is? No. He's a singer of songs. He's a songwriter. But these are very specific songs. Because his songs were about the relationship that he had with God. And do you know that they're recorded actually in the Bible? So many of the Psalms, you know who they were written by? King David. You know what they sang when they gathered together? It was his songbook. Sometimes we sing songs from Hillsong and Bethel, and sometimes, sometimes people just take scripture and we can sing that, but all sorts. But they would sing the ones, David wrote them, other people wrote them. Sometimes Moses, Moses wrote on Psalm 91, 90, 91. We've got other Psalms, but David wrote a lot of them. Any of you have ever written a song? Have you written a song? Have you made up songs? Did you? That's fantastic. Was it a rap or a song? A rap and a song. Well, have you written them down? Make sure you do, my dear. See, I'll tell you, God, when I was younger, I was 12, I had a paper round, and I would sing songs while I was walking on my paper round. And I would make up songs. But you can make them up. God actually, and the thing is, is that God can actually drop ideas into your heart, and you're like, that would make a really good song. Some of you can do artwork. Some of you can do other things where creatively... You're expressing your relationship with God, about God, even about life. But when you look at it from God's way, that's the most, that's the best. But he was a psalmist. And David was also one of these. He was a... What's that? Worshiper. A worshiper. He worshiped God. You know how he worshiped God when the ark was coming in? And he danced this way. And then he danced that way. And then he danced this way. He was a worshiper. He didn't care what anyone else thought. Now I want to say this. Some of you were up here with the flags this morning. And you were, you were doing this. Now, you may not be able to sing some of the songs, but I can do that. Because whose name is on, on the flag? Jesus' Jesus's name. So we're lifting up high Jesus' name. Literally. <laughs> and so I just want to say, well done. Now, uh, now, I know some of you were doing the floss and that kind of thing. But, you know, when you express worship to Jesus in your heart, out of the heart, yes. and let your words come. Lord, thank you. Say, so I don't know how to say lots of stuff. 
Can you say thank you to Jesus? Say thank you. Jesus. See, you can say that. It's very easy. Absolutely. Lord, we praise you. We worship you. And it's really good when you do it. Sometimes when adults do it, they're doing it because they think if I worship God, he'll give me something. But that's not why we worship him. We worship him because of who he is. Lord, I thank you for what you've already given, <laughs> what you've already done. And David, he's like, he's a dancer. He likes to dance. And so he dances in front of God. And in fact, there were other people, even in his own family, who thought he was an idiot. Even his own wife looked at him and looked at him. You think you're dance, blah, blah, blah. You know what happened? She never had any babies. God sealed up her womb. Because that's one area God doesn't mess with when you touch worship. He was really serious about that. But one of the other amazing things with David is David loved this word. Can you say that word? Mercy. mercy. Who knows what mercy means? Yes. Kinda. Anyone else want to help? That's really close. Anyone else want to help her? Yeah? Get something you don't need? All right, so how many of you heard the word grace? Yeah? Okay, so grace is getting what I don't deserve. So when God gives you something, we don't deserve it, and he helps you, he gives you, he enables you. Um, it's the blessing of God, he gives it to you. But mercy is when I really deserve uh, to get in trouble, and instead, I'm not given it. So I don't get what I do deserve. David loved mercy. He loved treating people and not coming down on people even though they deserved it. <laughs> he loved it. In fact, his enemies often were like this, I could take you out, but I'm not doing it. I'm not giving you what you deserve. In fact, even Jesus said um, to the merciful, God will give you mercy. Because sometimes we do stupid things. Sometimes we do wrong things. And God gives us mercy. And he doesn't treat us like we deserve when we've done it wrong. And David loved mercy. I think, in my opinion, I think this is one of the best qualities. I think that was one of the major qualities that made David a man after God's heart. Because God is merciful. And those who hope in his mercy, I hope in his mercy. Yeah? Yeah? But David was merciful. David's heart was toward God. He was a psalmist. He wrote songs about his relationship with God. He was a worshiper and he didn't care. Oops. Didn't care what anyone else thought. He was going to worship God. Not for an audience, but because he loved God. He loved mercy. Can, can I do a couple more? Let's see. David, David loved this as well.
He loved the presence of God. David had been filled with the Spirit, so God's presence was with him. Everywhere he went, when he went to brush his teeth, guess who was there? When he, when he went to uh, go to bed, guess who was there? When he, when he went to, uh, um, I don't know, go, I don't know, he was on to war, he went to go and deal with Goliath, guess who was there? <laughs> when, when, when he went to go eat his food, guess who was there? <laughs> Wherever he went, his, God's presence was with him, yes. Well, well, it's a good thing God doesn't leave us at any time. Even when we're doing things like that, because we think, oh, because God made us, God made us, so he knows everything about us. But sometimes we think, well, if I'm doing this, maybe God isn't with me. He doesn't leave or forsake those that belong to him. And he doesn't get offended like that. He doesn't do that. But his presence. And so David was also, he was a, a, a man of this as well. Because he knew God's presence, he was a man of... He was a man of prayer. He talked to God. Can you imagine like going to walk? How many of you guys walk to school? Anybody walk to school at all? Yeah. So could you imagine like walking to school, walking with your friend and not talking to them? Could you think about your parents? Like what if your parents didn't talk to each other? Oh, maybe they do. But anyway. But we talk to people we love, don't we? We do. David loved God, he loved the presence of God, so he talked to him all the time. When, he's out in the, when he was doing all the sheep and having to take care of the sheep and, and, and doing, he would, he, would, he would talk to God. He would sing to God even out there. Every time, all the time. When he goes to bed, he could talk to God. How many of you guys pray in your house? Anyone? Do you pray in your house? That's a really good thing to do. Okay, maybe ask mom and dad. If they don't want to do it, then you do it. So, you, so when, when David would probably, you know, when we eat our food, thank you, Jesus, for my food. Lord, bless it to me. Bless my food to me. Make me the strong and everything I need in my food. Um, Lord, thank you for the day you gave me. Lord, bless my family. Ask God, talk to him all the time. You don't have to do it like, you don't have to go like, I got to get on my knees and pray. You can walk and pray. You can pray long prayers, short prayers. Uh, some people call them arrow prayers. You just kind of, Lord, help. Because sometimes you don't have time to pray lots of prayers or long, long prayers. In fact, don't pray so everyone looks at you. Lord, I just need your attention. That's all you need. Because when he sees, he hears, he what? Answers. David was a man of prayer. He was also a, <laughs> I'm sure you know, David was a shepherd. David was a shepherd. He shepherded sheep. But do you know when he became king, guess what he had to do with the people? He had to shepherd God's people. He had to lead them. Guys, this is the way we should go. This is what we should do. Whoop, don't do that. Don't go there. He shepherded God's people. 
And he, all the lessons he learned when he was like helping sheep, a lot of it transferred over as he was helping the people of God. He was a shepherd. <laughs> I'm going to have to do two weeks of this because there's too much to put on one board. It's amazing the kind of man David was. You know what else he was? Boys and girls, this one may surprise you. David was also a prophet. <laughs> Acts tells us that God spoke to David and David because David was a prophet. But do you know a lot of his psalms that he wrote were prophecies about com the coming of Jesus, about the coming of Messiah, about the kingdom of God. And God spoke to David. Now some prophets, some prophets were, were only speaking prophets. They didn't really write anything down. But David was a writing prophet because he wrote down what God told him, what God showed him. He heard God's voice and he wrote it down. He's a prophet. This is amazing. Look at the beginning of this list. It's not even a complete one. I couldn't put it all on one board to deal with it all on one Sunday. His heart was towards God. He's a psalmist. He writes songs about God and his relationship with God. The ups and the downs. He's a worshiper of God. Everything that he is, he would worship God with all his strength. He loved the mercy of God. And he loved displaying mercy. He loved the presence of God. He was a man of prayer. Lord, help. <laughs> he was a shepherd, not only in the, in the sense with sheep, but he became a shepherd of the people of God. And he was also a prophet. He would speak and God, or God would speak to him. He would write it down. And the people of Israel got to have all these promises of God that were right from God. That's amazing. Do you know something? David's qualities, some of the stuff about David, Jesus says, those are like me. So he points the people of Israel back. Remember David? He said, that's what the Lord is like, <laughs> the Lord. And David's like that. Jesus comes and he's like this. It's amazing, really. In fact, the Bible tells us that um, David was Israel's great king. In fact, when they talk about Israel, it's like they go back to David. He was like their most amazing king that they had in their history. But you know something, boys and girls? Even David himself, he pointed to a different king that would come. He pointed to the, the Messiah who would come, who is the Christ. And we know who that is now, because we get to look back. And, and, and the fact that, that Jesus, he came, 
and he's the greatest of all the kings, but he came to save the people of God. He came to save, specifically, he says, I came for the lost, uh, the lost tribe of the house of Israel. He came to, to, to take sin away. So when he went to the cross, not only did he save Jewish people, but he got to, to his, what he did reaches to people who aren't Jewish. Are anyone Jewish? Oh, I'm not. But what Jesus did not only touched for his nation and the Jewish people to save them, because all the early church, they were all Jewish. But he came to save the nations. And the Bible says that when Jesus went to the cross, he dealt with that problem of our hearts. He dealt with it so that we could be not only forgiven, but we could be released from sin's power in us so he could give us, make us clean and give us his spirit so we could follow and obey. Jesus died. The Bible tells us that, that he was taken off the cross and he was buried. And then on the first day of the week, God raised Jesus from the dead. So Jesus, now he's... There's no other salvation outside of the name of Jesus. And Jesus himself, the Bible says that Jesus, he's the... That Jesus is the king above all kings. Not just the greatest king in Israel, but he's the greatest king ever anywhere. He says, all authority in heaven and on earth is mine. And so when you come to him, he's the one to care for you perfectly, lovingly. His heart is towards you. He has songs that he wants to put in your heart. The Bible says were his poem created by God. Ephesians 2.10. He loves displaying mercy to you. <laughs> he loves putting his presence in you. He's, a, he's one who not only prays for you, but he listens to your prayers. And he's the good shepherd. <laughs> and he's the one that speaks and reveals what God is like. And the Holy Spirit takes it and makes it ours. He loves you. I wonder, have you said to him, thank you for being my king. Thank you for being my Lord. Jesus, help me in my heart to follow you. Because he will. He will. Let's pray and let's, we'll sing our song. So Father, thank you for each and every one of these little ones. Lord, I know that there's a lot to take in. But I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're stronger than us and you're stronger even than our own minds or understanding. So I ask you, Lord, that you would take your truth and, Lord, you would speak it internally into each one of them, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I pray not only for them, but I pray for all of us that, Lord, we'll hear your voice in the midst of it. Lord, thank you that Jesus is david's greater son he is the lord and lord we just praise you that he's come and done all the work we trust you lord we ask your blessing in jesus name amen